Warning, do not read the following poem out loud. Read inside your head. At your own cost. So I am a part of the scientific research community, and I am the private editor, following after uh, Carson. Hello, everybody. My name is Carson French. Uh, I'm the founder of the Scientific Researchers of the Unknown, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Hello, everybody. My name is Brandon Kalick. I'm the vice president of Sci- Scientific Researchers of the Unknown, and I'm as well, um, you know, glad to be here. All right, Tanner. So, what what uh what happened before all this began? Um, well, I had a, uh, I had shown you the uh those screenshots from that conversation that I'd had. Um, that was just a guy I had uh I'd added him on Xbox about two months ago or something like that. Um, I. He was in one of my games. He played well, so I just added him. I never talked to him or anything. A um, couple months go by, and then it was on the 27th of March that I got um, those messages um, uh, in my... Or I had messaged him, and I'd said uh, something along the lines of, like, um, like he changed his profile picture to like a very like grotesque like uh, drawing, I guess. Uh, and so I'd messaged him. And I was like, hey, like, why'd you change your picture? And that was, that's when he messaged me uh, the full, like, it was like a full body of text, like a paragraph of uh, a bunch of text in, like, Japanese. Um, and I was in a party, an Xbox party with some of my friends. Um, I ended up looking it up uh, and, like, translating it. And I, like, read it to my friends and everything. Because um, I was like, this is weird. Like, that was weird. And then I scrolled down a little bit more. 
um, after I'd read it to them and we were all like kind of laughing about it and I'd seen the, um, the like myth or the, the uh, legend about that Tomino's Hell thing, um, which I thought was weird. And then I read it and it was like, if you read it out loud, it's supposed to be like a curse or whatever. Um, and so then I was like, oh, like, I don't know what's going to go on. Um, and like, that's never anything that I really believed or anything. Right. Yeah. So, uh, hey, I have a question. The person who sent you the message, did yeah. you know, did you know who they were? Like, had you talked to them before it happened? I had, I'd never talked with them ever. Uh, they were on, a. Um, I was playing an Xbox game, um, and they were on my team and the other team, um, and they played well, so I ended up adding them. Um, I never talked with them, never invited them to a party or anything, mm-hmm. um, but I did have them added as a favorite, um, so I would see when they got online and everything to if I ever wanted to talk to them, yeah. uh, and that one day I'd seen him pop up and I'd seen his uh, image change, but no, I'd never talked to him. <clears throat> so... Uh... You told me that uh, you were in a car crash, if I was correct, like a few days uh, after that whole event took place, after you read the paragraph. Yeah. And uh, you, you told me that you blacked out. But what what uh, did you remember beforehand? Um, so it was about, I would say about like 24 hours-ish after I'd read the thing to my friends and everything. Um, I guess I had sent you a video earlier that day. Um, I was playing Xbox with my friends, and one of my friends said that he had to get off to go get some food. Um, so I just set down my headset and everything, and then I heard, like, really weird noises coming from my headset. It was like a, I've had that headset, I've had my Xbox for years, never heard any sound like that. I haven't heard it since either. Um, it was a very, like, squealing, screeching type sound. Um, and I was, obviously, like, I didn't know what was going on with that or anything. Um, I didn't think much of it, and then, um, it was later that day that I ended up driving home. Um, I was on the road driving and everything. Um, and I don't remember a lot. I remember, um, I remember obviously being on the road. I remember getting onto the interstate and I drove for a while. Um, and the last thing that I remember was seeing mile marker 417, um, on the uh, interstate. Um, and I guess my crash happened somewhere around like mile marker 426 or something. So about wow, 10 miles. Jeez, wow. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know if that I don't know if I can attribute that to just me not paying attention to the mile markers, um, but that was the last thing that I remember um, on the road. I mean, you're you're pretty lucky to be alive, you know, with uh, with especially the damages from the picture of the car that I saw. For sure. And uh, by chance, uh, do you still have those pictures saved? Right. I do have those saved. Yep. Right, I'll definitely show them up if you're okay with that as well. Yeah, I can. Uh, I'll show, I can uh, send you those pictures. Yeah, and so um, so I did a little research on you know this so-called Tomino's uh, Hell, yeah. which is what the whole poem's called. And so, from my understanding, it's an internet legend basically, and the uh, poem is about uh, tragedy and death. And so, the uh, poet was actually <coughs> discovered in uh, a 1919 collection by the name of Sayo Yaso, titled uh, Sakinor Gold Dust. And the university professor that like wrote this whole entire poem, uh, he lived in France at the time, and he was influenced by like uh, mainly French poets. And originally, it was supposed to be for uh, like children around like the age of like ten and stuff, which I, which I find really weird because 
uh, if you look at the you know the writing of the poem in Japanese, it has a lot of really weird symbols in it. And so, um, of course, when you read this poem in your in your head, you don't want to read it out loud. But yeah. if you read it in your head, um, apparently it gives you a sort of a dark vibe to it, kind of like it's just creepy. Because I, I I read the poem myself in my head. Obviously, I don't want to read it out loud. Yeah. But um, I did read a few other instances <clears throat> uh, recently. There is like a this guy said. Oh, he read it out loud, but nothing bad happened to him. But then his friend did it in a jokingly way. And then I think a few days later, his friend's parents died or something. Wow. Jeez. Um, I, I do have a question for you, Tanner. Um, yeah. So I just, I just want to know the timing of it all. So how many days or how long was it after you originally read it? How long after that did it take? For you to have hear the weird noises on your headphones. Yeah, let me. Uh, I can double check the exact date super quick for you. Okay. Um. But was it like a few days, a few hours? A few it had been. It was. It was more than a few hours. So looks like um, I had ended up getting the first message from him um, on the twenty sixth. Is when I got the message. Um, it was the twenty seventh that. Um, I think it was a, it was like the night of the 27th that I heard the noises on the headset. Um, and then it was yeah. the kind of like noonish time of the next day um, that the crash had happened. So it had been within like 48 hours of uh, reading it. Interesting. And there, there hasn't been anything yeah. else strange that's happened since? <clears throat> Most of it happened that day on, I guess, smaller things happened on the 29th, but it seemed to kind of phase out. Um, the 29th we had, uh, um, I was going somewhere with my mom and our, like, uh, our garage cables had like, they just snapped, um, as it was opening. Um, and then on her way out, um, we had, uh, she had like scraped the side of the, um, garage as well. Um, whether that be attributed to stress or whatnot. Um, but the cable was more of the part that, um, made me think, like, think back to like the whole poem. The cable so, snap. So I was uh, reading uh, around here on the Atomino's Hell uh, poem, and this guy said uh, after he studied, you know, a little bit more in depth, he learned that uh, it is largely believed that the poem is a metaphor of war. So, like, uh, war dating back to World War II, surprisingly enough. And I, I find that weird because, you know, this poem talks about a quote unquote a, a cute person named. Tomino, Tomino, but I find that weird because it's called Tomino's Hell, and and the way that they're describing him in the paragraph or in the poem is that he's cute, but I I find that odd and kind of disturbing, even more creepy. Mm -hmm. I know that because um, I had ended up I read the part out loud, um, and then he had sent me another he sent me another paragraph, um, but that was after I had read the thing about not to read it out loud. Um, so I kind of read through the whole thing um, in my head as well, um, and it was a very—it's a very like weird poem um, about with like blood and like family and stuff like that. It's just a really uh, eerie-sounding poem. Yeah, yeah. I, I I read that one part in my head head when it talks about sister vomiting or something like that, and yeah, 
after that, I just kind of stopped scrolling because I was like, yeah, no, um, I'm just going to do some individual research and I'm just going to maybe go on a side page. And then after, a, you know, doing a little bit more research, I learned of another event that took place in 19, around 1974. This guy, uh, he was writing a movie called a Denon Nishisu uh, and in uh, English translation. Translation that means to die in the countryside, and it was released and it was written and directed by a Teriyami Sui. And uh, he took a lot of inspiration from Tomino's Hell, which is the poem that you know you read out loud. And um, so he died later, like uh, it was nine years later, and um, many of the uh, females at that university died after reading it because I guess he had some sort of context that was in that movie and I guess those uh, females and males as well that uh, you know all the, the students at that university they all watched that movie and I, I guess you know it just kind of kept carrying on so Tanner I can faintly hear you all right, yeah. that's not great. No, but, I can hear you now. You're good. Okay. So I want to talk more about the crash. So you said yeah. like, the last mile marker you saw was 417, but your crash happened at 426? Somewhere around there, yeah. So do you think, do you remember anything between 417 and 426? Or was it I, uh, right after 417 you got into a crash and you're at 426? Yeah, I remember. Um, so between 417 and 426, I remember... Um, I was listening to um, an album through my car, um, just through my phone. I wasn't on my phone, but it just, my car, like, says the songs and everything. Um, I don't remember anything leading up to that, but I remember, um, I remember the song that was playing because I remember looking at the name of the song. So I don't remember, I remember about, like, 10 seconds or so leading up to it because... 417, 426, I got there, the song started playing, um, I looked at the song, and then I don't remember anything until I had hit the car, um, or the car hit me, however it went down, because I don't remember. Um, I remember um, the song, later on I went into the song, and it was like, uh, I was only like 30 seconds into the song or something, so it was right at the beginning. Um, so the last thing I remember... Um, I remember seeing the mile marker, and I remember um, the song that was playing. But in that time frame, that's about between that mile marker, between the mile marker, and actually hitting the car. That's about all that I remember. Tanner, I have a couple questions for you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you were describing the poem before, but um, before you actually interpreted like anything in the poem, what first struck you about the poem that was odd? Um, the thing that had struck me first was, um, the guy's profile picture. Um, I don't know if you guys had seen it at all, but it's like a very, like, uh, red grotesque drawing. Um, so that had struck me. Um, and then just, uh, getting the message from this guy, like, in all Japanese was a little bit, uh, unnerving. So just, yeah. Do you the, know why uh, he gave it to you in all Japanese? I don't, no. It's, a, I went to his profile. It says he's from, um... South Korea or something. Okay. That's where it says it's from. Could have possibly um, been a VPN. It could have been for sure. Um, I sent him like 
a message or two prior um, as well, like months ago, um, and they were all in English. So that kind of unnerved me as well. Right. Can you can you describe how close you were to uh, your friend? The one that had sent me the message? Yes. Um, really not at all. I think um, I can look. Yeah, so it looks like I'd added him. I added him about September, or yeah, September fourth of twenty nineteen. Um, so a few months ago, sent him a couple messages. They were all in English. Again, I'd never spoken with him before. Um, and then um, uh, it had. I sent him the one when I saw his picture pop up, um, just regarding his picture, and then um, and then everything was in Japanese after that. Interesting. So, so I have an initial theory, or Carson, you can go first. Well, I was just gonna say, I, I think there definitely is a lot of evidence for this curse, and um, I do think that it is a definitely a real uh, thing that's going on. But what I what I wanted to discuss is, what do you think is the origin of this curse? What could cause something like that? Um, I'm sort of thinking that maybe, um, the idea of you believing you're under a curse, even if you don't really believe in it, mm -hmm. I think that the fact that if you, your brain thinks that you are cursed, for sure, your subconscious might, um, cause you to like, cause like unlucky things for you to happen in your life. Yeah. Sort of for sure like, yeah and that's a that's a big reason why like i've never believed them or anything um and that's why i don't know if i if i can like attribute that all to like the uh the whole poem and the curse and everything um wait this incident happened to you but you don't believe it happened you don't believe in the curse i don't know i've never believed in curses before um but the thing happened with the messages and all that um i got the messages and then um, the sounds on my headset and all that, um, coming through my, my, uh, my headset. Um, and then the crash happened. Did you have your phone on before. you? Do I have my phone on me? Did you have your phone on you, like on your physical body when the crash happened? Uh, it was in the car. It was in your car? Yeah. So I know something that me and Carson have encountered before is with cases of alien abductions, there's often a severe amount of time loss. So okay. that could account for the distance, the distance difference. I don't know. Maybe. What do you guys think? With the miles, I don't. Yeah, other people. It's a, were it's a possibility. Were there a lot of other cars on the road when it happened? It was. Ju it was just us two. Um, the crazy thing was there were. Um, I. It was just me and him in the accident. There were about. No one else was around us. There was about ten or twelve other cars that ended up stopping. Um, but nobody saw the crash. Nobody saw anything. Wait, at all. no one, no one saw anything. That's nobody. There was ten or twelve that's, cars that stopped. Nobody that's saw. That's really anything. strange. That doesn't yeah. make Do sense. Do you believe that could have been set up like that from the curse? It might have been. That's why I don't know. The cop in the cop talked to every single car that stopped. Again, there were about ten or twelve cars that stopped. Nobody saw the accident happen. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe the, maybe the. Sorry, Doctor Sweet. Could you look up the significance of the number twelve in Japanese culture? That might be something we should look into. Can yes, yeah, I, 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 I got a I got a dual monitor set up right here, so I can look it up real quick. So significant 
uh, number of 12 in Japanese definition. Um, Tanner, I know that there, um, there have uh, been similar cases like this in the future, in the past. Mm -hmm. And um, one process that has been used to recover memories is hypnotism. Would you, if I was able to get a hypnotist yeah. like, on the show with us, would you be willing to um, have him or her try to help you recover the memories? Yeah, that's <laughs> something I would do, for sure. Okay, great. That might, I'll try to set that up. We'll see if for we sure. can yeah. happen. Yeah, I'd definitely come back to try to get that figured out. We could also try and do like an in-person um, meetup too for that case as well. If uh, if through screens doesn't work for hip hypnotizing, but yeah, um, sure. so I was looking for you said to look up the uh, number twelve in Japanese. Yeah. Also, meditation could help you cope with. Uh, Oddly you know, enough, it doesn't show up too. on the on I'll the try that for sure. It it doesn't show up on the numbers here that I'm looking at. If you were looking up any significance of numbers, um, I think the ones that are uh, the ones that are a big deal with it would be, uh, I think, are those mile markers um, or the difference between the ones that I remember, the four seventeen and that four twenty six, so like nine about, um, and then there's about oh, nine. 10 or twelve cars that stopped. What says Kokono? So maybe we can look up the definition of Kokono. And what is that? Uh. uh Oh no! Uh, it is an Australianness seal. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't think I don't think that's relative to any of this, though. Guys, I I think I might have found something that's actually like you know potentially like actually kind of you know correlating to our um, you know conversation here. So the number nine in J Japanese is considered as suffer. Suffer. Oh. Suffer. Suffer. So, he, oh. so also, I do have another conspiracy of this. He also might be suffering in nine years of all this. So, like, in nine years, you might be experiencing the same exact thing that happened today. Like so, a or, or a few days, yeah, from a few days ago. On that same exact day, in nine years from now, you might be experiencing that same exact event, which is kind of... Okay. I mean, not to freak you out or anything, but I mean, yeah. I just think that's a possibility. Yeah, and it definitely could be. be because exactly what I said earlier uh, about that guy who read that poem nine years later on that same day, that guy that directed that movie, he passed away nine days later on that same day. Wow. Wait, Tanner, at the risk of sounding insensitive, mm -hmm. have you lied about any part of this story? I have not, no. I so, I I, I I guess you can go. Sorry, I thoroughly believe that the curse exists, mm -hmm. but now we have to figure out why the curse exists in the first place. Yeah. So in the past, the only real uh, emergence of time loss for a human being has happened with alien abduction. Mm -hmm. However, if this curse is really that ancient, it's really unlikely that alien abduction occurred because the first known coming of aliens was in the 1940s so unless this manuscript was altered or alien or maybe this manuscript is just evidence I, that aliens have been here for much longer than we 
anticipated. Well, hey, I, I got something to relate to that, actually. So going back to the story that I was telling you guys about, the soldiers that were described in the poem dating back to 1940 in the World War II. Oh, so this is... So, so it's thoroughly possible uh, that these soldiers received the manuscript yes. from aliens? Well, I believe the the first dating of the poem from everything that I read um, was around 1919. Yep. Um, if it was going to be related to aliens, it could be something along the lines of uh, around the times of the first alien spotting um, or the first known occurrence. Um, there could have been something, the man, like the manuscript couldn't, or the transcript of the poem could not could not have been cursed up until that um, appearance of aliens. Like it might have just been a regular poem until. Um, until uh, we know that the aliens came. Okay. All right, Trevor. Um, I mean, it's, I'm sorry, Tanner. Tanner. You're, sorry. you're good. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, the color black in Japanese actually is quite famous, but for um, the significance of bad luck and misfortune. So when you blacked out, that could have been, um, I don't know how to describe it, like a sign, maybe. Yeah. Or some, like yeah, just I'll be right back. I need some water. Okay. Um, I also don't know. Um, the the uh, so when I had came to in the middle of the accident, um, yeah. the only thing I saw was the whole the whole um truck right in front of me, um, and it was just all white because that was the color of the truck. Um, I don't know if that yeah. has any significance in um Japanese culture. Just, uh, this story is really unique because it incorporates elements from multiple things we've talked about in the past. So normally curses do not coincide with the effects of alien abduction. So that's what I'm really curious about because at the risk of sounding insensitive, yet again, it's just so unbelievable that all of these different events happen to come up into one curse. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, been 24 hours. Well, what, I, what I'm thinking is what these a- alien abductions, we don't really know that they're, that's just what we conclude, oh, it must be aliens, but maybe whatever, um, maybe it really isn't aliens behind this and be- behind the other instances in the past. Maybe it's something different, and that's why we need to investigate this. I think that the next step we should take is getting a hypnotist to interview Tanner and see if we can recover any of those lost memories before the crash because that might give us the answers we're searching for i agree we might I also agree. be able to i agree as well we might also be able to visit the site of the accident so tanner where did it happen uh in uh it's in nebraska i mean i live in nebraska okay so a little a little ways i don't know away. if we'll be able to do that it, it, a little ways it, away it, yeah it's I'm a 21 hour drive hey guys I already calculated <laughs> it's a 21 hour drive boys First stop is Taco Bell, then next stop is the interstate. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is there anything else you would like to uh, discuss with us? Um, I don't really have much at all. I feel like uh, I've covered most of the bases that you guys would have wanted to cover and all that. All right, great. So um, I will work on getting a hypnotist, and then once I do, um, we'll, we'll, we'll contact a- you. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show.
And thank uh, you a lot for having me. Thank you, Tanner. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye, and stay in uh, yeah. everyone a part of this row two community. Stay tuned for part two. That'll be definitely coming in the next couple of months. Uh, be sure to also follow our YouTube channel as well as our Instagram. We are also uh, going to be reaching out to you guys more on uh, Instagram. And so definitely be sure to look out for those notifications as well for new episodes. Yep. Check out our Twitter, Facebook, our Patreon, our GoFundMe. Oh, we, we don't have a Facebook, but... Oh, okay. But check out my Facebook, Carson French. All right. Check out Carson French. Perfect. All right. Have a, have a great day, guys, or great afternoon. Stay yep. safe, Tanner. Hopefully you don't feel the effects of the curse anymore. Yeah, okay. stay safe and uh, give us a call if anything else happens. Yeah, if anything happens, I'll make sure to relay it to you guys. Great. Sure. All right. All right. Perfect. All right. Take care. Thank you. Throw two is out. Scientific researchers of the unknown. UFOs, USOs, yeah, you already know, cause we're starting every day, every day, you know where I've been at every day, yeah, doing podcasts is what I do, yeah, yeah, it's to the three-man crew, yeah, yeah, cause I'm balling every day, follow us, to you know what I say,
that's just how I be Researching the unknown, that's a lot for me But now I'm on the TV Looking at the news and all I see is me Why won't they let me be? Why won't they let me be? This research ain't for free In the unknown, yeah, the research ain't for free I've seen all the things that you wouldn't want to see I've seen all the things that you would not believe Cause I'm in the unknown Scientific researchers call us on the phone Call us on the phone Scientific researchers of the unknown If you don't know, then you probably won't know Go ahead and head over to Throw Tooth And we'll be going to show you what we're gonna do Yeah, cause we got all of these files And we keep on going for miles Yeah, cause there's so much you can learn Cause it's this that you can earn Yeah, yeah, cause we're talking on podcast Yeah.